This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. You are the architect, the designer of your life. And this is such an empowering truth. I'm not sure why more people don't adopt it. The life that you have today is a direct result of your efforts. Not in total, but ultimately in some. And what I mean by that is, as I mentioned many times on this podcast, we can't control our circumstances. We can't control the things that happen to us, but we can always control how we respond and what we do with it, what we make of what we've been given. And in so doing, we can change the value, the sum. We can change the total of what our life is. In the same way that if you had two plus two equals four, and you didn't like four, but you said, well, that first two, you can't change it. That first uh, number, that first value has to be two, but you can change the second number. So by changing it from two plus two uh, to something like two plus three, I could then get five, which is a totally different outcome right? So this is what I'm saying when I tell you that you are the architect and the designer of your life. It doesn't mean that you get to choose absolutely everything. If you go to build your own home, you do not get to choose absolutely everything. You say, Cody, what are you talking about? I get to pick out the countertops and the carpet, or if I want hardwood, I can choose if I'm designing my dream home, if it's going to be single story, or if it's going to be a a two-story home, I can choose if it's going to have a two-car or a three-car garage. Yes, you can choose those things. But guess what you cannot choose? You can't choose the laws of physics. You can't say, I like some of the laws of physics. I, I, you know, gravity's okay, I guess. But for this section of the house, we're going to build it in such a way as to violate the laws of physics, as to, um, you know, violate gravity. Those are things you can't do. You cannot change those physical laws. They are what they are. You have to have enough support in place and in certain places so that your house will not collapse. You do not get to choose everything about your house. And in the same way, you don't get to choose everything about your life. You cannot choose when illness is going to strike. You cannot choose when natural disasters are going to hit. You can't choose identity theft or losing your wallet or getting your credit card stolen. You can't choose those things. Uh, or you don't choose those things, I should say. But at the same time, you can change the score. You can change the sum. You can change your life. Not by changing the things you can't change, because obviously by definition you can't change them, but by changing what you can. What you can control is your attitude, your response to things, uh, your beliefs, and what you choose to do with what you've been given. So embrace this today, that you are the architect of your life. And if you have things right now in your life that you are dissatisfied with, you are responsible for changing them. They exist because you have allowed them. So if you're not happy with X, Y, or Z, just know that ultimately you're allowing those things to persist in your life. And I hope you have a support structure. 
in place. I hope you have people in your life that love you, that care about you, and that want to help you make those positive changes. But even if you don't, ultimately, you're responsible for your happiness. You're responsible for having a a meaningful, fulfilled, purpose-filled life. You're responsible for that. And this shouldn't be something that, it shouldn't be a negative thing. As I'm sharing this with you, if you feel kind of down about this, kind of like, oh, this weight of responsibility. Cody, you're telling me that I'm to blame for all of the bad stuff in my life. No, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm not telling you that you're to blame for all the bad stuff in your life. Some of those bad things happened to you and you couldn't control it at all. Some things you were probably careless. Some things you probably could have done something better, right? So in a way, you're responsible. But you're not responsible for all the bad things that happen to you in your life, but you are responsible for your level of well-being and happiness, for the meaning and purpose that you have in life. You are responsible for the life that you have right now because you are the architect and the designer of your life. So it's not a negative thing. It's not like, oh, you're being beat over the head with this truth that all the bad things in your life are your fault. No, no, you're looking at it all wrong. Look at the other side of that coin. Everything beautiful and wonderful in your life, you have been a part of bringing that about. Maybe it came to you through the universe, through a coincidence, maybe through some sort of divine providence, you might say. But ultimately, you let it in. You embraced it you received it. How many people do you know who have had wonderful things brought into their life, but they rejected it? I mean, hopefully you don't know a lot of people that have done that, but I know people that have. Wonderful things have been brought to them and they've rejected it. So see, you're responsible for the good that you have in your life. That's the positive spin. That's the good news here. And there's no sense in focusing on the bad news because it's just going to depress you. The fact that, yes, you do allow things into your life that you shouldn't. Yes, you do make poor choices sometimes. And that leads to a poor outcome into a life that you don't want, a subpar life, a life that is not living up to your ultimate dream or vision or goal. That's true. But why dwell on that when you can dwell on the beauty of the fact that all the wonderful things in your life have come about because you've embraced them, because you've received them, because you've made them happen. You've taken what you've been given in life and you've done something with it. I remember when I told my sister that I was going to become a a public high school science teacher. I was going to teach chemistry. And I remember she just kind of looked at me a little funny and she was like, you know how to do that? (laughs) And rightly so. My sister knew what kind of student I was in high school. We were homeschooled together, actually. And so she knew what kind of, you know, student I was. And I had uh, gotten better in college. I had worked a lot harder in college and I'd earned my, my bachelor's degree. But when she looked at me and said, you know how to do that? Like, you're going to be able to do that? I just sort of laughed to myself. And I thought, yes, I have taught myself how to do this. And today, you know, besides my online ventures, with the job that I have as a teacher, I'm earning the highest salary that I've ever had in my life. That is a direct result of the work that I put in. 
Yes, I had advantages. Yes, I had help. Yes, that's true. Okay. Uh, people sometimes bring that up. I was talking with um, a Facebook friend and I was telling them about how I got my job uh, working at this oil and gas company years ago and that um, I found them at a job fair and it just so happened that they uh, needed somebody who could administer a Linux server. They needed a Linux server admin and I knew how to do that. I hadn't been trained in computer science. I didn't even have a certificate in server administration, but I knew how to do what they needed done. And so I set up an interview. I went in for the interview. I, you know, assured them that I knew how to do the job. They asked me some questions. They asked me to demonstrate some of my skills uh, on an actual computer. And I did. And I got the job. Well, I was talking with this Facebook friend about this and was very curious. This Facebook friend said, uh, well, you just got lucky with that job. They said, the economy's really bad right now. You know, you just lucked out that you found that job. I said, what are you talking about? They said, well, you didn't even have a degree in computer science. You didn't have a certificate in server administration. I mean, you didn't have that piece of paper from an accredited institution that told them that you knew how to do what they needed you to do. And I said, yeah. I said, but I knew how to do what they needed done. I had the skill set that they needed. And that's what got me the job. And they were just baffled. They would not receive it. They said, no, you just got lucky with that job. It was all luck that you landed that job. And I finally just said to them, you know, it's pretty funny because I don't remember luck tying my tie that morning. I don't remember luck, uh, you know, answering questions in the interview. I don't remember luck putting together a resume or going to the job fair or doing any of the things that I did to get that job. And I was upset, and I think rightly so. And I said, no, I earned that job. You see, yes, we all have some advantages and privileges along with disadvantages and things that are stacked against us. We all have those things. And I know some people want to sit here and they want to compare. They want to say, well, you have more advantage and more privilege than these you know, other individuals out there. Yeah, that's probably true. But what good does it ultimately do us to focus, you know, sit around and focus on, well, who has the worst hand in this poker game? You know, oh, woe is me. I have the worst hand. You know what? Sometimes you're dealt a bad hand. And I don't mean this to come across as cavalier and like I don't care about those who are coming from a much more difficult background than I came from. But I also believe in telling the truth, and I believe in tough love, and I believe in personal responsibility. If you are not happy with your life right now, change it. You are responsible for going out, for reading the books, for finding the blogs, finding the resources, finding a mentor, getting the job, you know, setting up the savings account, like whatever your goals are, man, you're responsible for going out and making stuff happen. So you can sit alone somewhere and cry and tell your sob story, woe is me, I was born into a life, uh, you know, of, of disadvantage, if you want to do that. But I'm telling you that that's a waste of time, and that if you want a better life, you can have it. It is not 
out of reach. It is going to be difficult. You're going to have a unique set of obstacles, no doubt about it. But if you want it, you can get it. We live in an incredible time in the history of the world. And I know that we still have oppression. I know that we still have some terrible regimes that are, you know, oppressing people in just horrific, monstrous ways. But I'm willing to bet that if you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably live in a free or a semi-free country, a free or a semi-free society, which means you have opportunity. You have opportunity, which is relatively unprecedented in historical terms. If you go back and you look at the opportunities that people had in the past, when you go back and you look at how kings ruled the land, when you look at the feudal system that was in place hundreds of years ago, when you look at those things, you see that we're not, most of us anyway, We're not stuck in a caste system. We're not stuck without mobility. We can move and do the things we want to do. If you don't like where you're living, move. If you don't like the job you have, get a new job. If you don't know how to do anything else, get a new skill set, a new degree, a new diploma. Nowadays, with the democratization of um, education, you can get trained for pennies in just about any skill and go out and change your life and earn more money and provide a better life for you, for your family, and for the people that you love. So no, I'm not buying your excuses. I'm empowering you today if you can receive it, and I hope that you can, to understand you are the architect of your life. So build well and build according to what you want, what you desire, what you place value in. Ultimately, nobody's going to build your dream for you, okay? Nobody is going to build your dream for you. They might help you build their dream, and especially if it helps them to build theirs in some way. That's cooperation. But it's just... Almost completely, I, you know, I, I, has, I hesitate sometimes to make these, you know, absolute statements. There is a snowball's chance in hell <laughs> that some altruistic individual is going to come up to you and say, hey, what's your dream? Okay, I'm going to help you make that happen. I mean, the chances are so slim, you might as well be playing the lottery. Please don't play the lottery. It's a waste of money. <laughs> uh, unless you're playing it for entertainment, I guess. But what's, I don't see the entertainment in, uh, in those odds. But anyway, I digress. You are the architect of your life. You can go out and build the life that you truly desire. Be empowered. Be strong. And, and go out and make things happen. Achieve your goals. Work toward your goals every single day. That's part of what this podcast is really what this podcast is here for, is to help you live that next level life, to help you um, achieve the things you want in life, to get you inspired and motivated and to tell you, to look you, well, I guess I can't look you square in the eyes, I wish I could, but to do my best through this podcast to shake you up and to make you realize you have more power than you think you do. You are the architect and the designer of your life. As always, this podcast has been dedicated to you and to your continual success. I thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the content here on the Dude Fuel Podcast, please subscribe. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.